this is Laura Camacho, the communication coach at Mixonian Institute. And I welcome you to the Speak Up podcast where we talk about the conversations you need to have to move forward professionally. And today's episode number 71 is called Three Truths you need to know about pitching. And I don't mean the baseball kind of pitching. I just did a panel at a at the Charleston Digital Corridor, which is a tech incubator, like the established, the first tech presence in Charleston was there. And I was there on the panel with two guys who had just raised uh, significant funding for their respective companies in, in December. So that inspired me to write this piece and to share it with you on the podcast. So the first pitching truth is this. You are always pitching. Whether you're encouraging your child to eat broccoli, pitching your uh, company to major venture capitalist investors, or trying to nail that next promotion, or get into that fancy art gallery, you are always pitching. It starts with in childhood. When the child realizes that he or she can influence his, influence his environment, at least sometimes, children pitch their parents for ice cream, hugs, Harry Potter, Hogwarts, Great Hall, Lego building kits, iPhone 10s, and later on, cars. So you're always pitching no matter what. Pitching truth number two. And this is something that it's hard for people to get. It's that people invest in you more than your concept. And if they choose not, this is, this is why it's so hard to get. Because if they choose not to invest in you, they'll give a reason that's related to your concept. But that's only because they don't want to hurt your feelings. Or they may not even be aware of that. But something in their intuition or inside them, it doesn't resonate what you're saying with with them. Years ago, I was rejected for a promotion to a team lead position because supposedly I lacked leadership experience. And then they put someone in that position who not only had no leadership experience, she had less and significantly less experience overall. So the reason I was told and the real reason we're not the same. And here's a happier true life example. There's this messaging company called Slack. You may use it. It's, it's now worth over $9 billion. Um, you can, I don't know the exact valuation, but what we know is Slack began life in 2002 when this Canadian man, Stuart Butterfield, created a video game called Game Never Ending which was an ironic choice because the game failed. It did end. But in the process of that, of that game development, uh, the team developed a photo uploading tool that was later known as Flickr, which was purchased by Yahoo for $20 million. And so Butterfield went to Yahoo. But then he left in 2009 to start a company called TinySpec, to develop a game called Glitch. And the following year, he raised $5 million from two key investors that were Excel Partners and Andreessen Horowitz. And it was supposed to launch in 2010, but it didn't. 
In 2011, these same investors put in almost $11 million more into the venture. And then in 2012, Glitch bit the dust. However, Butterfield noticed that in the process of developing this failed game, a robust messaging system had emerged or been developed between their Canadian and U.S. offices. So in 2014, Slack raised $120 million. That's more than 10 times what they got three years prior from a group of investors, including, now get this, the very same investors who had funded the failed game. Why? Because they were investing in Butterfield, not the game. The point is investors, companies, uh, and you really are, you're always voting for the person, not the concept. I even know as a communication coach, some people want to work with me for, and they're not even sure exactly why they say they have communication issues and sometimes they do and sometimes they don't, but for other reasons, they want to work with me. So the same process applies for getting hired, promoted, and getting invited to the best parties and all kinds of things. So here's pitching truth number three. Winning pitches are audience-centric. And I, I know that's kind of wordy, that choice, audience-centric, but it's really geared to the audience. It's, it's when you're, what you're saying touches the right buttons of the people that, you're, that are listening to you. Uh, and, and in this panel that I told you about at the Digital Quarter, there was a co-panelist, a founder of an HR tech firm named AJ Ricicci, and he talked about the importance of being authentic as a way of connecting with the audience. So that's also important that you be yourself, because trying to be something that you're not, you're not going to connect with that audience. Highly recommend always researching your audience or what at least what you can find out about them and things you can look for are what are their strategic priorities like what's important to them if you know their favorite words phrases and sayings you can include them that will always raise the level of synchronicity with you and that other person if they've published anything for heaven's sakes read it or at least part of it uh, know their preferred charitable causes, and if you can, find out their communication styles. Are they introverted, chatty, analytical, process-oriented? Anything you can find out about your audience and adapt your message to it, it's going to resonate more. So what's true, ultimately true, is that a successful pitch resonates with the audience because you have somehow taken the trouble to show them that you know them and understand their needs. And there's a tool I have to help you do that called Feel No Do, which is on the website. And I th I'll try to put it in the, in the show notes. In other words, at the end of the day, the pitch is not about you. It's, it's about connecting what you offer to the priorities of the people in your audience. So that's how you put together a pitch. That's how you uh, avoid the trap of being boring. It's just to take your message and customize it to an audience. It's all about these little details. So if you want help with crafting a message, with a, 
if you've got a big presentation or you just feel like you're getting ignored in your company or not moving forward fast enough, I do coaching. I do communication skills training in companies. You can always email me at info at mixonian.com or visit me at the website. And Mixonian is spelled Amazon Mary, I-X-O-N-I-A-N. Have a great day. Bye-bye. <laughs>